0: this day and age, we talk a lot about mental health. I think we're quite familiar probably with that term. And um, our, our kind of, our, you know, our, our mental health, yeah. So if our mental health is good, then our emotions can betray contentment or happiness or even joy. And if our, on the flip side, if our mental health isn't doing very well, um, our life can be ruled with things like stress, anxiety, depression, etc, uh, etc. Et so we need to do our best. Emotionally, don't we? If anything yeah. like me, it can feel like you're emotionally up and down a bit like a yo yo sometimes. I'll be honest, it's not just because I support a bit of rubbish football team, it might be a little bit. <laughs> okay, in our vibe group um, this past little while, we've been covering emotional well being, and that's been really quite interesting actually. I've covered that right throughout February. Um, so it's been really good, and we've had some really honest conversations with them feel like we know the young people a lot better for it as well, so it's been great. One thing that really hit home for me is we do not talk about our emotions enough. You know, that's one thing that we probably don't talk about on a daily basis. You know, if someone says how you're doing, you're probably like, yeah, fine. Even though you're maybe struggling with some stuff behind the scenes a bit. It's easy to go around and believe that everyone else has it all together as well. You know, lots of people might be that they're happy or successful or something. Not always the truth. You might even have this belief that um, other people don't want to hear about our, our problems and our stresses and our worries and stuff. And uh, even on social media, I know a lot of the young people love social media. Lots of our young people are kind of thinking, you know, um, it's difficult to get the young people off their phones sometimes. But um, I know a lot of the guys post pictures of, of selfies of themselves or selfies with friends happy and stuff, you know. Um, there's almost this unri- unwritten code that it's almost embarrassing or wrong to share the tough struggles um, that we face mentally. So being emotionally fit for life is not actually um, very easy. It's actually harder than you think. One of the most surprising stats for our youth group, and myself actually, was that one in six young people struggle potentially five or six young people for an average size class. That really shocked me, actually. That's, that's quite a high number, isn't it? And the truth is here that, you know, some of us here tonight might even be struggling with that sort of stuff. Um, or we'll go through some struggles like this at some point in our lives. Or even we might have to support someone who, you know, quite close to us who's going through some emotional difficulties. And, you know, life can be a bit of an emotional rollercoaster. Highs. Share some thoughts on what we can do well in just a moment. Before we do that, we're going to um, read Psalm thirteen, which is our reading for, for tonight. So, if you've got a paper Bible or um, a gadget that you want to find Psalm thirteen on, we're going to have the, um, the words on the screen as well for us to follow. So, um, yeah, going do that, that'd be great. So, Psalm thirteen is written by a guy called David, and uh, this is basically a really heartfelt, emotional um, poem. And I would say that David. on 13 on a bit of a journey in this psalm, isn't he? Beginning in a place of almost total despair, wrestling with his thoughts, feeling down, maybe even feeling depressed. But in this psalm, he doesn't stay in that place, of goodness. We finish with David in a place of trust and, and encouragement. So verse 1 starts with, How long, Lord? In fact, he repeats that statement four times in just the first two verses. And I think many of us can relate to this, can't we? When we feel maybe God isn't near to us. We may feel like a a prayer hasn't been answered, uh, or it feels like God isn't that close to us at this time. And even verse 2 reads, how long will you hide your face to me? The pain that David is feeling here is from a sense that God has almost forgotten him. A feeling of distance has driven David to a kind of place of despair. But we need to be careful with our feelings, don't we? God has not forgotten David, but David has felt like strong feelings; um, they can kind of create their own sense of reality. And David felt like God had forgotten him, but God, um, and God was hiding space for him. But the facts don't back this up. You know, there's many verses in the Bible with promises about God, you know, being on the journey with us. And um, one verse I just want to draw upon, which is uh, in, in Isaiah, Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 49 verse 15 and 16. Uh, I'm just going to read this from the, the message version. away from the baby she bore, But even if mothers forget, I'd never forget you. Never. Look, I've written the names on the backs, I've I've written your names on the backs of my hands. So God doesn't forget us. He doesn't change his mind on us. You know, he doesn't like one day think, oh, what's that person's name again. Feelings aren't bad in a sense, okay? Feelings are a gift from God. Um, let's not um, let them override the facts in our life. And David, um, in these opening verses of Psalm 13, is dwelling on the problems. It's like a, a downward spiral of like negativity, isn't it? The more negative thoughts and feelings, the more David uh, feels depressed. And it's easy for us to fall into this um, way of thinking as well and our thoughts are focused on negative things, we can kind of end up kind of in this cycle, can't we? You know, more and more negative stuff. And this type of thinking doesn't just affect the brain, but the whole body. Um, When we're anxious, for example, our heart can beat, you know, quicker, and maybe our throats become a bit dry. We can sweat. We can feel like we can't breathe. And I wondered if David was actually feeling these symptoms when he was writing this psalm. This got me thinking what David was going through. Um, opening this, in sorry, writing the, the opening verses uh, of Psalm 13. I wonder if God sometimes waits for us to be desperate in prayer for something before He answers. And I know um, I pray about a whole range of things, sometimes very silly things like my football team to win. Um, they don't do that very often. <laughs> and sometimes um, I believe God to be you know really persistent about certain things in prayer you know things that really matter to us matter to God and I think that's really important to remember remember that I believe there's power in, in desperate prayers. I, I believe you know we can see God move really powerfully when we're praying desperate prayers. I want to just uh, call up John uh, 15 um, verse 7 and this is Jesus speaking um, if you remain in me, my words remain in you. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is another incredible promise, okay, that Jesus says to us. When we draw close to Jesus, he draws close to us. And he wants us to do well emotionally, he wants us to do well physically and spiritually as well, okay. He wants to hear about our deep desires, he wants to... verse 5 and 6, thank goodness. Um, So, there's there's a big turning point in in verse 5 and 6, that was just fantastic. So let me just read verse 5 and 6 to us again. Uh, So, but I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise that he has been good to me. David suddenly seen a little flicker of light in the darkness. relationship with God is strong. Even though we may feel like God has forgotten us um, or turned away from us in this particular moment, we remember the facts. David has a living relationship with Jesus. He's accepted Jesus into his heart. That's something to rejoice in. And God has brought him through many, many tricky situations. many other characters in the Bible that we read about have gone through hugely difficult emotional times, emotional trials, um, and these things that David, uh, these things that we can draw upon as well as David, um, when things aren't going well in our our lives, you know. In verse 6, David says, I will sing for the Lord's praise, for he has been good to me. It seems David was no stranger to a bit of singing, or even a bit of dancing, actually, in praising God in this way. And there's a passage in, um, in 2 Samuel where David danced for joy pretty ferociously with not much on as well, so I'm not going to go into too much detail on that one. But I, and I wouldn't recommend doing that tonight, it's so a bit wet out there and you probably a cold as well, so um, yeah. <laughs> but dancing and singing praise to God is actually really good for us in all kinds of ways. So we've sung some worship songs tonight with Jamie and the band. Really brilliant, and um, you know, for us, some of us, singing worship songs may seem a little bit alien, um, but it can transform us from a place of like emotional difficulty, pain, and sorrow to, to kind of joy when we meet with God in worship and praise. And We'll get the band back up um, shortly, and then take us back to that place of intimacy and joy with Jesus. So, you know, what have we learned from this song tonight? I'm Got some things for us here, so um, I thought was number one is don't forget the facts. Let's not fall into the trap of negativity, but focus on the facts and the reality that God loves us. He loves us for who we are, and He's always. like this seem to skip my attention, but let's remember the good stuff that God has done uh, in, in our lives, and we can draw encouragement from that when we're going through difficulty. Number three is spend time with God. Tell him how you feel. Get into God's Word, the Bible. Discover for yourselves that God cares for you. Read about some of the accounts from the various people who went through similar stuff to you what you're going through now and uh, although we see suffering and high in some of the stories we we'll read, there's joy and hope and promise of a better future in all these characters that we read about number four is sing or dance singing worship songs is together we need to love and support each other encourage one another you know not just through the bad but in the, in the good times as well just to say a little disclaimer i'm not an expert in mental health okay but i believe these things could help us and we have um, something coming up here at riverside fairly soon uh, i think there's a slide um, just on the screen there now um there's a conference coming up here um the living world well conference and it's basically just focusing anxiety and stress and depression. Uh, It's just a morning on on Saturday the 1st of April 10 to 1. It's 5 p.m. give these guys a bit of encouragement. They're going to share a story. Yeah. i got a microphone, guys. Fantastic. I'm just going to ask these guys a couple of questions. They've, they've been through some stuff in their lives um, related to our topic tonight, of being emotionally fit for life. Uh, and I'm just going to ask them uh, a couple of things. So, you have to go first. Ladies first. Okay. So, Eve, tell us about some of the kind of emotional health struggles that you've
1: I just wanted to
0: feel sad because that was, when I was happy, I wanted to feel sad because that was something that I knew. Okay. Cool. Thanks for sharing that. And Matt, same question to you. Like, tell us about your uh, emotional health struggles and, and how that made you feel? Uh,
2: yeah, I've suffered from multiple mental illnesses, uh, varying from different levels of severity. Uh, depression anxiety being one of them, one of the major ones. Um, I, I guess it would be kind of confusing to me never at the same time it makes up relationships very hard because I often hate people through paranoia um which would make me depressed. They make break up relationships between those two people because I was kind of paranoid by them the major understanding of illness. I've been told many times to like you know, cheer up and go over it like grow up and but um, yeah, it's hard for me to understand the problem how to do that because it's um, kind of not me really it's that an illness so leave well
0: Specifically,
2: so you that that's okay. What specifically has helped you overcome some of these issues? Um, I guess just having somebody who's open-minded uh, to talk to, um, so you just having to meet if you have a coffee with you, and just to speak through things without judging you, and trying to understand that, that um, kind of everybody's different, and that uh, to be open-minded towards the conditions and this stuff, as opposed to just judging them as a person who is just upset, as opposed to actually having illness as such someone who's really willing to understand. you know, much.
0: Fantastic. And uh, you how about you? What specifically uh, has kind of helped you with some of this
1: stuff? Um, probably come back to church because okay. at first I didn't really like get why I was going to church. And then when I came back a lot of people were supportive and, and help, helped help me come through get through the stuff that I was going through.
0: You as well. Fantastic. What specifically would you say to someone out there tonight who is struggling with, you know, emotionally,
2: being emotionally fit for life? Uh, I guess to find somebody who you're really, really comfortable with and you trust a lot, um, and somebody who is open-minded towards you and knowing you for a long time, and just open up honesty to them. So the same was um, so I found people who are very comfortable with them. and I spoke to them about it very honestly and um, well metaphor kind of great stuff it's all good have you got anything to share um, that is it may not seem like you're going to get through it and
1: doesn't. it may not seem like it's
0: shared a little story out in five. Was, was it last Sunday you were with us in five? And he was talking about sort of like how, you know, the issues around self-harm and stuff like this. Um, but he said uh, that you've been free of that for six months, is it? No. I think that's amazing. It's brilliant. Yeah. That's fantastic. Can we give both of these guys a round of applause? That takes a lot of guts to say that.